What's up, guys? Welcome to Kinda Funny's Harry Potter in Review. Um, there's a lot of weird things this week. There was no intro. There's no Nick. What's going on with that, Andy? What's going on? That's the, I hear you the, asking. I the professors asking. of the dark arts are just... They're putting curses on us. Uh, Soundbordius Expelanio. Yeah, you know? damn. That's all exactly. It's not dude. funny. It's exactly crazy what what's Our soundboard's broken, so uh, some things are, some issues happen. So that's why there's no intro. It's okay. There's no Nick because he's in Japan. But. Allegedly. Don't worry. Do not fret, ladies and gentlemen out there. Nick Scarpino himself wrote the plot for me to read. <laughs> um, and I have not looked at it. I just confirmed that he sent it to me. It is yeah. 10 pages long. Oh, my Andy. God. It is. Ten whole pages long Jesus. with no spaces. Oh my god! Now I understand yeah. why he, he gets lost. Gets lost. <laughs> but anyways, I'm Tim Gettys. This is Andy Cortez. Hey that is Kevin Coelho so over dude. there. Um, this is kind of funny's Harry Potter in review. We are ranking and reviewing every movie in the Harry Potter franchise. Uh, this is one of the last movies, so. We'll see how everything goes. After this, we're doing Star Wars. An ultimate one. We're doing Star Wars. Wow. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. You can watch the show live, twitch.tv slash games. Barrett, can you hit that stopwatch, please? I appreciate that. Ah, um, and you can also watch it later if you don't want to watch live on youtube.com slash kindoffunny or on roosterteeth.com. Or you can just listen to it as a podcast. Search for Kind of Funny Reviews. Um, we appreciate the, the high ratings on the iTunes stuff, on the podcast stuff. We love you guys. A lot. Um, thank you to our Patreon producers, Al Tribesman and David Mintel, the Mind Freak himself and the Predator. The Mind Freak and the Predator coming to TNT. Should we be calling someone the Predator? Coming to TNT. Predator is, is fine. At 9 p.m. on Thursday. Okay. It's, it's You're like, really up on this context, horse, aren't you? Yeah, dude. All right. I mean, I like, the, I mean, it's pro texts and contexts. <laughs> Good fuck, Kevin. Think about it that way. Uh, today, we are talking about Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows, part na, one. Na, 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 na. I thought you were just going to keep talking. I was going to do the background music. Released on November we, 19th. Like, the thing is, we usually have background music, but it's broken today, so, so what do we do? I'll do it on myself. That's not true. Do? We don't. <laughs> have you ever listened to the show, Kevin? You don't know. I do. No? I, I sing it really yeah. quietly into the mic like this. The entire time. You ever wonder what he's doing back there? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, released on November 19th, 2010. And this is when things are starting to like get into my, my mind, a frame of reference of yeah, time. Yeah, Obama's president. Yeah, <laughs> what a different time. Yeah. 2010, we're talking almost a decade ago that one of the last movies came out. It doesn't feel that long to me. It does not feel no. that long. I feel like I remember Harry Potter movies in theaters. Yeah. You know, trailers playing before other movies that I was watching. And here we are. What movies were you watching in 2010? 2010? Probably Transformers 3, Dark of the Moon. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Over and over and over. Directed by David Yates, once again, the man that has done essentially all the goddamn movies from Order Order of the Phoenix on and all of the Fantastic Beasts. And don't forget about The Legend of Tarzan. Um, A budget of $250 million, but it's shared with part two. Oh. Yeah, so they did one of those. The film at the same time? Yeah, that type of that type of situation. But on on top of that, two fifty, if you remember, was the same budget as last movie, the entire thing. But that made it one of the most expensive movies of all time. Mm. One twenty five mm. is the more average. So half of this of these I Harry see. Potter movies. It had a box office with a worldwide gross of nine hundred and sixty million dollars. Part one is the third highest grossing movie of two thousand ten, behind Toy Story three and Alice in Wonderland. Oh my god. Ugh. And the third highest grossing Harry Potter film in terms of worldwide totals behind Deathly Hollows Part 2 and Philosopher slash Sorcerer's Stone. 
a runtime of two hours and 26 minutes. Before we get into Didn't feel that long. the plot, before we get into the serious facts, all the stuff, what do we think about this movie? As a young child, when this came out, I was like, I don't like this. I was 20. <laughs> but uh, I was like, oh, this movie's slow as shit. You know? There's a lot of drama here. Mm-hmm. Now as an get adult, now as an adult, I like it a lot. You like it a um, lot? Yeah. What do you like about it, Kevin? You know. <laughs> Remember when they're like, "Oh, R.A.B." <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was cool. a quick solution yeah, cool. Cool. for a setup. Yeah. The best scene was like where Harry and Hermione were like, "Will they? Won't they? Know their friends?" Yeah, yeah. But it, it still gave it gave me that anxiety. See, to me, it was just like, "Oh, forget everything you know." Why are they dancing like that? I've never danced with a friend like that. Yeah, but he just you've never been silly. Like, He's like lining the mood. He wasn't like trying to be horny dancing. He was just like. Uh, you know, we're going through tough times. So let me do a little silly you don't dance. You think he was trying to, to like, smile on your face? Feel the room out? No, I really <laughs> don't. I really don't. No, um, I, I'm kind of indifferent on this movie, uh, similar to the last one. I just, uh, again, it really did feel like this is the buildup, just like the last movie kind of felt, where we're waiting for the bigger things to happen. So let's give you some important plot stuff. Let's give you some important dialogue between these characters. Let's show how difficult this journey is for them and how are they going to make it out. Will they make it out of this journey? We don't know. I like I I enjoy all that stuff. I just do think that it was yeah, it was slow. Yeah. It was slow. I can't believe how disappointed I am with this movie. Mm-hmm. Watching these for the first time, not being familiar with the story, so not knowing exactly where things go or whatever, like not knowing what happens in part two. I can imagine if I'd seen them all, I understand where this one fits a bit more, where it's like the slowness and them kind of figuring things out that would mean more to me um but now we're seven movies in and i kind of just feel like we're hitting a point where a lot of the movies are justifying their own existence by asking questions that we didn't need to to, not only do we not need answered like they didn't need to be asked and we're a little too late to be asking new questions i feel like there's so much shit that was set up in the last three movies and four five six that i would have rathered them address that i feel like this movie kind of Starts as, oh, this horcrux is, how are they finding these things? Like, what is their method mm. to the madness? Well, that's why Ron's so pissed off. And, yeah. and, but, but it's like, I feel like even in this movie, what was Ron's kind of arc? It was, I feel like it just served the plot for whatever just caused them. They needed drama, it felt like. The one ring like, was pissing him off. He was wearing it, and he was getting all mad. And it's just like, hey, like Harry, in the beginning, it's like, we got you no matter what. Until that's not convenient. And yeah. then I'm, I'm going to be mad at you and leave. And it's it, like, it, why? This movie feels like... Um, the way some TV shows have felt where the writer doesn't have a clear ending in mind. And so they're kind of making things up to further along the drama, to further along the plot, even though they don't necessarily have like a, a, an ending in sight. Mm-hmm. Even though they did, this does feel like they're kind of just, what should we do next? Stalling. Yeah. It, it mm-hmm. really does yeah. feel like stalling to me of like building for the next movie, which is fine, but that's not how you make movies. And I think the problem is for me is – Taking the books out of it, taking what happens in the books, taking that story out of it. These movies were telling a story within their own world. And I feel like, you know, one and two were a little rough for me where it's like these feel a little kiddie and like samey. And then three was like we're kind of setting a new tone. Four, five, six, we're building, building, building. And then you just get to this and I I really feel like it lost vision. And and this didn't, didn't feel like a movie and it didn't feel like without reading the book, it didn't feel like a good adaptation of 
a good thing. It just kind of felt like filler stuff that when I really look at this movie and the plot and what happened, when it ended, I kind of felt like I'd rather this have just been one movie and this everything that happens in this condense it to about 15 minutes at the beginning of the first, at the beginning of the next one. You know, mm. like speed the stuff up. Like, I feel like a lot of the stuff that we already saw Harry and Ron kind of have a weird fight. And it was awkward three movies ago. Yeah. But now I, I guess now they're throwing the whole like Hermione's now maybe a part of this fight. Harry's trying to move in on Hermione. It, in Ron's eyes, everything that he's seen has been so conveniently placed in front of him that like, oh, your friend's trying to move on your guy and then or on your girl. And then that kind of makes the whole the, the uh, Voldemort popping out of the little necklace and him being like your girl bro like your guy's moving in on her your friend yeah. he's apparently your friend like that's supposed to make this all worth it you I know? get it just like that feels like some midway through the franchise drama not sure final build a epic we're getting to the end thing when people are almost dying like in the beginning with the Fred George stuff I was like Jesus like oh my god they're going there Moody yeah. but- died yeah. And yeah, Moody died off cam. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and uh, then, then the end, it's like Dobby died. And it's like, cool, I get this was epic and heroic and all that did stuff. You, did you feel but where the fuck's he been the last couple yeah, movies? No. It's like, ah, I just wish these movies could have been so great if they just committed a bit more to I, I think, just being a good movie series. I think this movie is suffers the most from like missing stuff from the book. Because it's like now it's like where things are compiling together. Where a big part of it, it's like, how are they finding these horcruxes? Like that—that's weird. And like, I know Barrett has a lot to say about that, but no mic to say any of it. I already said it last week, Kevin. I can't hear you. Yeah, nobody and can. And neither hear you. can the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Did you set up a mic down there? No. It'd be really easy to. I'm going to read the plot. Nick's not here, but we're not. Tim will read his plot. Oh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. The ministry has fallen. The Minister of Magic is dead. They are coming. You have to read it like uh, um, um, from Star Trek. What is his name? The, the, uh, uh, the, the, William Shatner? William, William Shatner. You have to do it like William Shatner. Harry Potter? <laughs> we got all of it. Why one. William Shatner? Because uh, uh, Jay Skizzup in chat uh, one time mentioned that like he sounds like William Shatner when he reads. Because it would be like... We here, uh, metal creaking, uh, float toward a rusty ass Warner Bros. logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey man, we metal harder, creaking right? as we float toward a rusty ass Warner Brothers logo. <laughs> the intense metal on metal action is superseded by a cacophony of loud wow. whispers. Cacophony. Can you imagine Nick reading? No. Fucking writing this like Tim's gonna fucking read these big words. This is shit. I this bet shit. he's like, I'm gonna get to yeah. with these words. Right. I'm gonna try my best to faithfully read what Nick writes. Okay, okay. Uh, for your your listening. Oh and god, your this line. You don't have to read this next line. This is shit is off the chis aim. <laughs> I hate him. I want him to never come back. Oh my god. <laughs> Thankfully, what Phil a died. boomer, man. <laughs> Thankfully, Phil Nye from Shot of the Dead is here to save us. Safety first, Andy. Also, if you didn't know, Bill Nye was in Love Actually, my third favorite Christmas movie after Home Alone and Die Hard. Nye, Love right? Actually. Nye? I think it's Nye. No, I just no, Bill Nye. Nye. Really? Oh, yeah. shit. Anywho. I'm, yeah. Anywho. And he wrote anywho. With the dash in the middle. <laughs> Let's not dash? make fun of him. He's writing Bill his notes Nye on a plane. is the new minister of magic, Minister Rufus Scrimgor. And he wants everyone Scrimger. to know. Scrimger. And he wants everyone to know the ministry has everything under control. But we kind of get the feeling he's full of hot, steamy dog shit. <laughs> 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 Thankfully, Hermione's parents, who are muggle dentists, don't read the Daily Prophet. If they did, they'd know the dark mark has sparked panic. 
Meanwhile, Uncle Vernon and Thugly are packing the car. When the going gets tough, the Dursley get going. It's not safe for them here anymore, but let's be honest. Lord V isn't coming after them because he knows no one would pee on Dugley's gun, Dugley's gums if his mouth was on fire. Speaking of burning alive, what? Tim Way. <laughs> the Weasleys are hiding out in the same hut that William Wallace and his uncle burned all those English soldiers alive in in the Oscar-winning movie Braveheart, which is my fourth favorite Christmas movie of all time. I love that he puts two exclamation points at the end of that. Dude, Braveheart's a great movie, though. It's a pretty good movie. And, like, that hut looks just like yeah, it. Yeah, it kind of did. Oh, God. Here we go, guys. I was, I was wondering... When it was going to happen. Oh, here When's we go. it going to get sexual? This this soon. <laughs> oh, we're I'm start- excited. <laughs> we're starting to get the picture now that the kids are a bit distant. Ron looks out toward the horizon as if his boyhood innocence is gone and all that lay before him is yep. an insurmountable task and premature ejaculation. <laughs> <laughs> Back at Hermione's house, Hermione obliviates her parents, wiping their memory of her from their brains. I can only imagine the sense of freedom they must feel not having kids anymore. They can go anywhere, like Australia, <laughs> which is where they want to go. I, I read a little fun fact. Uh, I, they say gonna say I, like think the, I think they say it. Like, as, like as they're panning thing. over, they're like, oh, Australia sounds If you would have nice. said like Japan, that would have been a funnier joke. Yeah, that would have been really funny. In Japan. Yeah. That would have yeah. been good. That would have been real good. It's weird that he didn't make that connection. <laughs> <laughs> Harry watches as the Dursleys drive away while on the other side of town Hermione walks down the street like the end of every Incredible Hulk episode <laughs> finally the title he's so old Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part one I appreciated the title yeah coming in late you know mm-hmm. it, it kind of built some built some stuff up didn't really appreciate what happened before the title came <laughs> but especially after the, the epic beginning of the last movie mm. <sighs> there was I, a I'm de- oh, sorry I was going to say, there's a deleted scene that uh, I wish that they had not deleted, where it was uh, Thugly coming up and being like, aren't you coming? And him being like, no, I have to stay. And he's like, well, why wouldn't you come? Like, you got to be safe. And it's just this really nice moment that they have where he's basically like, I'm sorry. Dudley actually cares for him? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, It's in in the books, too. I was going to say, there's a part of me that wishes we didn't see the effects of Obliviate. Mm-hmm. Like I, because I feel like it would have been really cool and had a much more deeper impact on us as the viewer when they do it later on to those guys that kind of uh, attack him in the cafe. Mm-hmm. Like if we would have just seen Hermione be like oblivious to her parents and then not really thought about it, and then later on when they're like wipe their memory, oh, oblivious and so be it's like not oh. clear what it does. Yeah, in the and then be like oh fuck, she wiped her parents' mind. Like that's crazy. Like I don't know. I kind of thought that would have been a. A cool reveal later on, you know? Yeah. I, I will say, like, it didn't hit me. It's like, the way that it yeah, was it wasn't portrayed, well. like, yeah. yeah, the way that it was shot, like, like, suddenly there's a picture of just the bed, and it's like, It's like, mm. what? Like, that's really just fucking Just his dad, weird, like, man. left justified on the photo. Yeah, and I, I think that that is, and I, I'm trying left not justified. to sound super negative on this. I just, it's one of those things where I just wish it was a bit stronger, because I feel with as far as we are into this franchise, it's things like this where I'm like, why are you still committing to introducing new types of like quirky magic stuff where it's like there's real stuff happening now you know and like her deleting the memory of her parents should be like she can bring it back fuck but yeah forget everything you know and on top of that it's like we don't really know our parents like we don't know like this doesn't mean anything to us as viewers it was for cat stark though it was her yeah yeah Yeah. uh turns out no no let's see yeah turns out it's snape 
come to join the party. The same Snape who killed Dumbledore in the last movie. Also, he's in my first favorite Christmas film, Die Hard, starring Bruce Willis as Snape. I hate him. Oh, he's doing a great God, job. I hate him. He's doing a great Snape job. Snape joins a meeting around a big table with all of Dark Lord's top generals. Uh, Jorah is there, isn't he? I didn't see him. From Game of Thrones? I, I know who you're talking Kamishay. about. I think he was there. Jorah Mormont? Uh, Snape. Oh, I'm thinking of the wrong guy. I'm thinking of... Uh, I'm no, thinking of... Right. Uh, no, uh, I was thinking of the Andals? Yeah. The fishing guy? Yeah. Well, I know fishing. I don't know what it is to do with the fish. <laughs> but he's, uh, <laughs> he's an Andal. Got it, got it. The big, tall, blonde dude. I'll do anything for you, Kamishay. Handsome. Dragon scale Super over handsome. himself. Like, what happens one of the guy, How does he end? One of the guys that's like definitely, definitely oh. balding, right? Like he's past the point mm. of like... But he's so handsome. This episode is brought to you by Four Hymns. Yeah. Um, so if you notice, he could have had some help. He could have been a 14 out of 10 instead of just a 10 out of 10. You know what Jeez, I mean? Wow. Uh, Snape did the thing I already said. He reports that he's heard something will happen Saturday next at nightfall. Yaxley tells him he's full of shit. Potter won't be moved until the 30th of this month, the day before he turns 17. Snape fires back. The ministry doesn't protect Harry anymore because people think we've infiltrated it. We got that right. Lord V asks Pius. But he doesn't know shit. <laughs> Harry will be taken <laughs> to, a, to a safe house, which has been given every manner of protection. So we gotta kill that little fucker in transit. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Do we miss? We're the scene? experiencing it through his eyes. I right love now. it. I know that's I later. It. It's later. What? There's a scene that I want to talk about later. Yeah. Someone screams from the downstairs dungeon, and Lord V tells Wormtail to handle it. We also see someone hanging above the table in pain. It's Charity Burbage. Horrifying. Anytime we get some weird fucking like Christ looking shit in these movies, it's like, why is this 10 times more horrifying mm. than anything else in these movies? Yeah. Uh, Bellatrix offers to kill Harry, but it's got to be Lord V. Sadly, he faces an unfortunate complication. Lord V's wand and Harry's wand are twins. <laughs> they can wound each other, but not kill. He needs a different wand, like Lucius's wand. I thought this part was weird because of how they expressed it, where they're like, they're twins. They can hurt each other, but they can't kill. I'm like, you're saying that as if that's a twin thing. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. that is a twin thing. You've never heard of any two Fuck twins you, killing each other? Fuck Google you. it. It can't happen. <laughs> the, they look, I don't know. I guess you're right. It's they look the same, but their fingerprints are different. <laughs> it's a yeah, twin I, one thing. That, yeah. whole, that whole sort of exchange was like a little too anime I, for me. You know, like mm. I, I just, it got really cartoony at that point with like, uh, you know, our wands, dude, like. What are they? Uh, twins? Or how the fuck you talk? I don't know. I don't do a good. Uh, my or biggest problem with this scene is Malfoy. Um, the dad. Lucius. Yeah, Lucius. Thank you. Just like the, the entire time just squirming and scared. Like, here's my wand. That's what all the Malfoys <laughs> are. They're just bitches, dude. Like. The mom seems really cool. Every time. Like, she seems a, really in control. Any, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Anytime something happens to Draco, it's. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> Baby bitch, dude. Uh, A couple little serious facts from the Chamber of Facts for you. Uh, In every shot where Voldemort and Bellatrix Lestrange appear together, she always moves so that she stands on his right. Traditionally, the spot reserved for the most loyal and trusted follower. Wow. Pretty cool shit. Way to go, David Yates. I like her a lot, man. Um, Lord V takes the wand and introduces the group to Charity Burbage, who used to be a teacher at Hogwarts. Now she's just, quote, hanging around. <laughs> if this has an effect did on Snape, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes he did. If this has an effect on Snape, he doesn't show it. Burbage, as it turns out, believes that muggles and wizards should mate. Parentheses, sex. 
Hammerich <laughs> pleads with Snape to help her, but Snape is cold as ice. Lord V. Avada cadavers her and feeds her up to Nagini. Nagini. Nagini for dinner. Oh, I hate it. That's I yeah, hate these movies because like, Nagini is like so scary. Like a, a big ass like snake that's so spooky fast snake. like that. And Tim spoilers her Fantastic Beasts. Mm-hmm. She's she used to be a woman, just eating a human being whole. Scary. Scary. Nagini. Dinner. <laughs> That's really good. Thanks, Andy. We get a brief slow-mo shot of DD falling from the observatory. <laughs> then we catch up with Harry, who's looking at himself in a shard of mirror. He packs his shit, including a little notebook with R-A-B written in it, grabs Hedwig, and takes a final look at the space under the stairs where he was once the Dursley's slave. We hear Hagrid's fling motorcycle pull up outside. Flying. Uh, Flying, yeah. Flying, Flying is, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It has a little, There's no like, little y there, spell yeah. check squiggle. Uh, when Harry opens the front door, he's greeted by Hagrid, Hermione, Mad-Eye Moody, the Weasley Twins, and General Hux. <laughs> 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 it turns out Harry and Hux have never met, but Hux is putting it to Floor Delacour, so I guess he found something to do after The Last Jedi. <laughs> I like that she was back. Floor's yeah. back. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's looking good, yeah. man. Good for you, Floor. Because they, they mentioned that he works at the banks. She go, went to work at the banks. They fell in love. She looked cute. Really yeah. cute. Yeah. I don't like, like that he the has the scar and there's no explanation. Dragons. No, no, that's not a different brother. That's Charlie. This is oh Bill. Damn, yeah, I know these are things. Dude, they keep the fucking. Mom and the dad fuck nonstop. Nonstop. We didn't like even see it, man. I didn't even feel the chemistry between them. I don't trust them really? in love. You didn't feel like they were in love? I think at this point it's just all sex. Yeah, it's just yeah, pure tantric sex. Tantric. <laughs> oh my God! Let's bear, bear, fucking quick see. Quick question. I'm here. I'm here to fill in. For Did Nick. Bill get the scar at the fight of Hogwarts? Yeah. All Bill, right. Bill the, got fucked up by a louder. Louder. I knew. I knew he was gonna I, do I, that. I can't have that person. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Girl Kevin. Oh my God! Lupin and Tonks are there too. They want to tell Harry about their baby. <laughs> but Moody interrupts. Harry is underage, so he still has the trace on him, which means the Ministry can track him, which is a giant problem. Also, problems. This, let's introduce things. Just Forget so everything. That we have things to yeah. deal with. Uh, the solution: it's everyone the takes polyjuice potion. It's the same way that they could track that you did a, like a spell, and he got in trouble in like it's, the previous. They're ones. checking your Google history. Yeah, it's like Ooh, exactly. I'm oh, fucked man. if they look at my. Yeah, you know. please don't look at Ron's. Yeah. that's six. Oh my God, Ron's. Yeah, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, the solution, everyone takes polyjuice potions so they can look like Harry. Uh, Mondungus Fletcher is there, too, presumably so everyone can make fun of him dressing like a 70s pimp. Uh, they all take the potion, and they turn into Harry. Flora has a fun line. Bill, look away. I'm hideous. <laughs> Off we got. <laughs> <laughs> Off Set. we got. He was on a plane. Let's not I know. Me. It's just fun. It's just fun. <laughs> We go. Little fact for you. Filming the scene with the seven Harrys was so complex that Radcliffe had to do 90 takes for a single shot. That's insane. No wonder why was he was it? drunk the whole time during this no, movie. Dude, he was good by now, dude. He was oh, clean. Okay. He was clean. Uh, some other facts that don't really have a better place to put. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe's stunt double suffered a serious injury while filming Deathly Hallows Part 1. He was slammed into a wall after being pulled backwards by a high-strength wire to simulate the effect of an explosion. He was left paralyzed from the neck down. Oh, my, oh my God. God. When you said serious, I didn't know you mean that serious. I thought it would have been like just, you know, surgeries and yeah. shit. Holy shit. I, I assumed broken arm. Would you call broken arm serious? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
But I feel like it's a wide range. Then. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's horrible. That's that, really yeah, bad. It yeah, it's it really is. sad. Very tragic. That's very sad. Uh, this next scene is one of the best scenes to see with the hue sink. Oh yeah. <laughs> it is. The thunder. The thunder that like them flying yeah, around yeah, yeah. and like different spells being cast. Sudden reds, sudden greens. That's awesome. It is. Wait, I don't even know beautiful. if there's thunder in this. Scene. I think there might be lightning. thunder in the sky lightning. and lightning. Yeah, is it? Was there? I don't know. What's the yeah, yeah. thunder's okay, the sound? Okay, cool, got it. Which yeah. one's the sound? Thunder's the sound. Thunder's the sound. <laughs> all right, what? Well, lightning's the lightning. But it's not all good. But, but you lightning's know, the lightning. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. But, <laughs> but you know what I was thinking of? I was like, I don't know. Like I said that there was thunder and lightning, but my mind went to Mission at, Impossible you know Fallout. Yeah. <laughs> when they're jumping out the of the end, airplane. At the end, Voldemort throws like a shot of lightning oh, straight yeah. into the air. <laughs> <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> He's like the weirdest mean guy ever, man. I like him. I like him a lot. He's <laughs> such a weird guy, man. Oh, man. This is my favorite scene in this movie. Yeah. By fucking It's a far. great fucking scene, So though. cool. All of them flying as a group, and then Fuck. they go What's into the thing. It's like, whoa. passing out on him? It was like dogfighting. Like, it was like a yeah. Star- yeah. scene from Star and Wars it, or It's like... Um, even the scenes where, like, before they get into the sky, I think it is. It might be after. But where Harry's with Hagrid and they're in the tunnel and then they pull a bumblebee. Yeah. And they, yeah. like, do the, the so they, and they, stuff. I think they get in the sky and then they come down. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Whatever it is, I was like, this is fucking dope. But also, fucking... it could have been doper. Like, I wanted to see fucking cool-ass spells being yeah, shot. So I, I like, think they it... shot it like an action movie and it kind of just felt like it was I wish there. we had seen, like... Uh, what's his? Was it Fred? They got his ear cut. Yeah. I wish we had seen that happen. A little spurts of blood. Him going ah, you know. Yeah. Totally. Um, Mad Eye Moody. I wish we had gotten to see him get killed. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Hedwig, I, I did. Hedwig got me, man. All right, there we Hedwig go. I was about to say because I didn't see it coming. Hedwig was a fucking. I think that was a really intense, fucked up moment that broke my heart. It was, but it's the same thing I've been having with these movies where it just it was so quick and out of nowhere that like you don't have the time for it to like emotionally hit you you know i do also want to add this is like in the book hedwig dies in a much stupider way like his cage falls and this he comes and protects him from a killing curse his cage just falls yeah yeah no i'm pretty sure his cage just falls I really doubt his and cage. And it's just like, oh. <laughs> I really fucking doubt that's right, Kevin. I'm pretty he, sure. He ate, he ate an acorn and choked on it. <laughs> Harry's riding well, side no, during saddle. That, during that sequence, as they're running I doubt, away, yeah, okay. I think that like the thing gets flipped over. Whatever, dude. Fuck you guys. You guys Harry's listen riding to the book. side saddle with Hagrid while Bill and Flora take one of those hideous thestrals. Uh, at first, everything seems okay. Probably just going to work itself out. Oh, no, we're under attack. <laughs> The Death Eaters attack, and Harry and Hagrid pull a men in black down a London tunnel. One of the Death Eaters kills Hedwig and then gets and then backs off because something else is coming. Something that causes Harry so much pain, he almost passes out. It's Lord V. He and Harry lock wands again, but Lucius's wand isn't as powerful as it used to be because he went to Azkaban prison for a while and was probably someone's bitch. <laughs> Lord V's wand cracks and explodes, and Harry and Hagrid escape. They cross the protective barrier to the Weasley's house and crash in the marsh. Oh, my God, did Ginny get taller? <laughs> 
<laughs> it looks like someone deserves love and happiness. <laughs> Everyone's freaking out because no one's back. Suddenly, Lupin brings in George, who's fucked up, and then proceeds to interrogate Harry to make sure he's not an imposter. Pop quiz, Harry, what creature shat, sat... <laughs> not sat. What cre creature <laughs> sat in the corner the first time Harry Potter visited my office in Hogwarts? Answer... Dobby's crusty sock. <laughs> JK, it was Grindelow. Please note, if Tim got that right, he wins one big wet hug from Kevin. Nope. No. Fortunately, I didn't get it right. Grindelow. Grindelow. Okay. Oh, I, and I got that wrong, too. Uh, wow. I never fucking know, man. About that. Grindelwald. Uh, Shacklebolt. Arri go, go fuck yourselves, guys. Shacklebolt? Great. Yeah, he's cool. He's the guy. Shacklebolt arrives, followed Kingsley by Bill, Floor, Ron, and Tonks. Ron saved Tonks, and Hermione is like, no fucking way. Not that dumb hunk of shit. <laughs> Once Mr. Weasley comes back, everyone heads in to see about George. Because real talk, George looked fucked. He yeah. was fine. He just he lost a chunk of his ear. We're like, all right. Like, motherfucker's bleeding Great fucking joke, though. He's holy. Yeah. I, 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 didn't I do that. like the brother. I do like the back and forth being like, wow, you're that's the joke you went for. Like, I like that. that a little moment of levity amongst yeah. all this sort of chaos and Sadness. But George is okay. Just a little hole in his ear. Uh, Nick spelled hole. The wrong, it was the wrong hole. Yeah. Uh, nothing Madame Pomfrey couldn't fix in her fucking sleep. He even goes as far <laughs> as to make a dumb joke about being holy. Bill tells them Mad-Eye is dead. Not joking. Now are you, George? <laughs> oh, not joking now are you... Not joking, not joking now, now are, are you, George? George? The commas are totally in the wrong place <laughs> to read that. Uh, Madungus peaced out, too. That night, Harry has a dream to remind the audience there are seven horcruxes. Then he sees it. <laughs> why? 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 He spelled whore. He spelled whore. W-H-O-R-E. <laughs> dash crux. <laughs> and I know he knows that's not how you spell it. There's six of them? Yeah. God, but he's right. Like, to tell the audience, it's like, stop with these fucking dream sequences, man. Yeah. Or listen to them, Harry. Like, quicker. Talk to somebody. I hate him. There's no one to talk to now, man. Then he sees another vision through Lord V's brain in which Ollivander is being held captive. Another serious fact for you. This is Ollivander's first appearance since the first movie. Making it the longest time, the longest gap of returning actors in the franchise. in all movies. No, just Harry Potter. You don't know that. I do. James Bond stuff. And, um... No. Star Wars stuff too. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> definitely. Number of movies, Tim. Um, but he get us, idiot. Uh, Professor McGonagall. This is the only movie she's not in. She wasn't oh, in yeah. this. Yeah. That's yeah. depressing. I like her. <laughs> As if you haven't seen it yet. Like, oh man, I was looking forward to watching it. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Harry tries to bang out on his own, but Ron stops him. How many times do we have to do this dance? We're coming with Mad Eye didn't die for you. You may be the chosen one, but this is a whole lot bigger than that. For fucking reals, Harry. What did you just learn? You know what I mean? You're gonna let him die for nothing. He's like eighteen, you know. He's Besides, you can't go. We have a wedding. Even, he's not seventeen yet. Oh. Harry's all like, fuck you right, so they walk back. Ron asks him if Lord V felt the destruction of the other horcruxes. Again, spelled whore. And like, it's not just spelled whore. Capitalizing crux. it. Whore is capital. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I think he wants you to pronounce it right. That's probably why. That's probably why. Uh, with being part of his soul and all. The next morning, Harry reads a headline in the Daily Prophet, written, but that waste of life, Rita Skeeter, which reads... I think he meant by. Written by That Waste of Life, Rita Skeeter, which reads Dumbledore's Dark Secret Revealed. Below it, there, there's another article remembering Dumbledore written by Elpheus Dogji. 
Uh, Ginny interrupts to show Harry how milky white and flat her back is. Seems silly <laughs> with everything that's going on. What Maybe... was happening in that scene, guys? <clears throat> what do you mean? Like, at this point, they must still be dating, right? And she's Ginny getting dressed. Yeah. Because yeah. they were dating the last time. And she's I mean, getting dressed. What happened this... right before this? You know? You I mean, think I, about I that? I feel like you can kind of put some things together. I think I am. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Potter got her. Wow. Oh! Fucking haikus don't need to rhyme, Andy. <laughs> um, maybe that's the best reason to have it because of everything that's going on. Nope. What a terrible idea bringing everyone together in one place. Hopefully that doesn't bite us in the ass 10 minutes from now Seriously. when the Death Eaters show up and start ping-ponging around like around the fucking circus tent. Like, why did they think they were safe? Why is ping-ponging capitalized? Because <laughs> he says it as two separate things. Ping-pong. Uh, they have uh, that like they, shield they around it. They super well protected. I mean, but but like, like I guess not. A blue light just came in and everybody just showed up. Like. Well, the blue light was uh, what Kensley, Kingsley, right? Yeah. Yeah, with his his he had a what? What is it? What was this? But what's it was his tone? It's fucking cool. It looked like a, just a ball. No, it's like a it's like it's not a little cat. It's the cat. Uh, uh, Minx. Sphinx. Sphinx. No, we're close. Jinx. Jinx. We're close. Lynx. Lynx. No, Lynx. Is oh, it Lynx? Lynx? It's a Lynx. It's Lynx. a Lynx. Lynx. Which is really cool. Wow, yeah, but yeah. like, okay, I mean, sure, it's well protected, but I don't. they just still showed up wanted, anyway. Andy, <laughs> I just wanted to talk about the Lynx. Oh, okay, got it. Like, you know, in Hogwarts, you know, they had the, the fucking cabinet, like, yeah, hey, it's protected, but, you know, that's how we snuck them in. But here, here they just it's protecting. There's guards there anyway, but it doesn't matter. I guess something happened when the ministry went down, where they broke it up. Fucking Stop reading shit. I don't even want to read this. You have side. to. That's the rules. Harry and Ginny <laughs> snog while George watches. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? <laughs> No, it's gross. Thankfully, <laughs> Bill Nye, the Minister of Magic, pays him a visit. He reads Dumbledore's last will in Testament. Ron gets the Deluminator in the hopes that when things seem most dark, it will show him the light. I wonder if that's going to pay off. Uh, Hermione Jean Granger gets his copy of The Tales of Beetle the Bard in the hopes that she finds it entertaining and instructive. Harry James Potter gets the snitch he caught in the very first match he won at Hogwarts as a reminder of the rewards of perseverance and skill. Dumbledore also left Harry the sword of Godric Gryffindor, which the minister says was not Dumbledore's to give. Also, no one can find it, so it's kind of a moot point. Harry goes to the wedding, and it's pretty. Hagrid brought that tall lady from the French school. Mm -hmm. Luna's there, too, and we meet her father. Oh, Lord. Xenophilius. Xenophilius Lovegood, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, who is Reese Ethan, the, the lizard from Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. put that together. Yeah. Wow. The li oh, the lizard dude from Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> in there for you. <laughs> this is a Nick thing. Arguably the second greatest Spider-Man property ever made, besides, of course, the GOAT Ultimate Spider-Man. <laughs> I fucking hate it. So annoying. Spectacular Spider-Man. So annoying. You knew you were going to read this. Harry spots Elpheus Dodge, who tells Harry that Dumbledore had a brother, Aberfort. Aberforth. Why are there so many new characters being introduced this late? Why? They, didn't they forgot to introduce them in earlier movies. Yeah. <laughs> That's really what happened. Yeah. yeah. yeah they are like, oh, our bad. Uh, the conversation <laughs> is interrupted by that old bat, Aunt Muriel Weasley. <laughs> she tells them that... Beth Bethilda Bagshot has given up the goods on Dumbledore for that Rita Skeeter tell-all. Also, Bethilda lives out in Godric's Hollow, where Dee Dee's family moved after he murked three boys. Seems like Harry should have asked about that, but you know, never meet your heroes. <laughs> his dad, his dad. Yeah, his dad murked three boys. Yeah. 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 
That's not what it says. Uh, I, the party's interrupted is, by an emergency alert, which I used to hate as a kid because it would always interrupt my favorite episode of Briscoe County Jr. <laughs> the ministry the has fallen. Briscoe County Jr.? The minister of magic is dead. <laughs> they are coming. Uh, Death Eaters immediately attack, and Lupin tells the kids to split. They operate to London, where they live happily ever after. Hey, did you know we're coming to London in November? Kindoffunny.com slash events. <laughs> Hermione takes out her purse, which has an undetectable extension charm. They head to a coffee shop, but this time the waitress is meh. <laughs> God, he's a moron. <laughs> they started, like, also. He's such a moron. Why is May close? <laughs> <laughs> They strategize. Thankfully, Hermione packed all the essentials in her purse. Just then, two Death Eaters come in and shit goes down. Hermione fucks them up, fucks them all up, and, like a boss, tells the waitress to leave. Ron wants to kill them all, but Harry suggests wiping their memories so they can't be tracked. Hermione has to use Obliviate one more time, which weighs on her because she had to do it to her parents, which really makes no sense, seeing as they can still be used to bait Hermione, despite the fact that they have no fucking idea what's going on. Hermione, never heard of her. Why are you carving mudblood into my arm? Uh, the gang walks down the street, and Harry looks like when a kid wears his father's coat. Why are all his clothes oversized? <laughs> it was like when Dr. Beverly Crusher was pregnant on Star Trek, and they had to hide it for the reason of, for, for a season by putting her in a big robe and constantly hiding her lower back behind tables and shit. <laughs> We're in there. You know what uh, I mean? I hate it. I like hate we're being we're in, <laughs> I can see all the just horrible things, the, the visuals. The badly uh, spelled words. Like I just feel like he, he paused the movie to watch this, to watch some Star Trek. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyway, he's 17. Happy birthday. Get some goddamn pants that fit. They need to get off the street, so they head to the scariest house imaginable, Sirius Black's house, where they immediately encounter a ghost <laughs> trap that does nothing. I read further down. Keep going. Oh, no. <laughs> they hear a noise down the corridor, and Hermione uses hominum revello to reveal any slash all unwanted guests, but they're alone. Slowly dolly out, fade to black, Greg sucks. <laughs> Harry has another dream of Lord V interrogating Ollivander about the wand again. He thought another wand would work, but he was wrong. There must be another way. The next morning, while Ron and Hermione sleep in a six to nine position. <laughs> Why did he write six well, to nine position? Was it a six to nine position? Yeah. Yeah, like her feet were right. Her six was his nine. Yeah. Huh. But like there was some like elevation issues going on. Yeah. Unless he's like hella hung, you know, get it up there. Wait, he was on the ground. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Harry oh goes upstairs God. to investigate another noise. He walks into Sirius's room and plays with his creepy mobile. Mobile? Mobile. How do you pronounce it? Mobile. Mobile? mobile yeah. Is it mobile? No. Who fucking cares? Yeah. Just pronounce it like a phone. Downstairs, Ron figured out that RAB is Sirius's brother, Regulus Black. Uh, the question is, did he actually destroy the real hooker crux? Fucking got you, Tim. No, he's changed the talker. Because, Tim, he was setting it up all along. Oh, man, that was good. That, is that, that what you were laughing at? Like, <laughs> that got, is really, fucking got you, Tim. Really, really fucking good. Um, okay, there's a couple things here. First off, this R.A.B. reveal. You guys hinted that it was lame. I didn't expect it to be this lame. Yeah. Wow. What is most disappointing is it's really, really cool in the books. Like, spectacular. He is a phenomenal character that totally got shafted. Sucks. But, like, here's the thing, man. With that family, I know in this franchise they name people 
Like everyone, every character is named. It's kind of like the spells where it's just like good thing happened. Oh no, and good yeah. thing's gonna happen. And it's like you know in this family when the names are like fucking bad guy black. You're like okay, you're the bad guy. Regulus Black, regular dude. He's cool. You know what I mean? No, Sirius is, 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 is a good guy. The love, love Good's the only one. Sirius is a good guy. Name doesn't doesn't match up. Love Good? That guy doesn't fuck. You can tell. No, come, come on. Mm-mm, mm-mm. He did at one point. He did at one point. He had some yeah. crazy days. Look Creature has been watching. Creature spelled with a K here. Don't oh yeah, no thoughts. Well, okay, good for him. Uh, they pry that little creep from the cupboard and interrogate him about the whereabouts of the real locket, which we discover was once in the house. It was the most evil object. Before Regulus died, he ordered Creature to destroy it, but no matter how hard he tried, he couldn't do it. Unfortunately, Mundungus robbed them last night. Good looking out, Creature. What is it you do around here again? <laughs> uh, Harry orders Creature to find Mundungus. A bunch of Death Eaters stop the Hogwarts Express, but Harry isn't there. What's up with the Hogwarts Express at this point? I mean, it's still going. School's really? still running, yeah. Who's there? Uh, McGonagall. That's why she wasn't in the movie. No, I'm, I'm... Yeah. Also, later... Well... Yeah, no spoilers. Yeah. I, I just thought it was weird. It's like, People are still running it, including kids are Death going Eaters. To the, going to the school. Man, I would have just like... Yeah. All right, everybody go home. Yeah. Vacation. What's weird is the parents being like, All right, I'm going to still send you. Wait, why? There's Death Eaters you, here, Mom. The head dude died. <laughs> Sorry, this, is, this one's just a little too more, more important to like just not be shouting in the background. Like, Voldemort has taken over the government. He is basically holding the country hostage. Mm-hmm. So it's like um, there's this whole thing about how they are forcing students to go to Hogwarts. And uh, in that process, they're also – like, you see it a little bit um, in this movie where they're like uh, – um, Muggleborns are being kind of like uh, ostracized and like being blamed for like stealing magic and shit. So that was like how they were going to catch like Muggleborns and like interrogate them and all this shit. Like he had a process for running the country in the background to make sure everything like went the way he planned. They're like the parents had really no say. Like they had to send their kids. Like that's, that's rad. Why, that's yeah. cool. Say that. It, yeah. Show that. Exactly. At there, all. Tim, there's so much. Yeah. There's all so right. fucking much. All I'm sorry. Right. Uh, let's see. At the ministry, Lord V has installed Pius as the new minister of magic with Umbridge by his side, which I thought was pretty fucking cool. Oh, I don't like know. I'm like, oh, like man. That, yeah. Y'all are really fucked now. Yeah. Um, and now our little room is like dark with the kitties. Wow. They're going to go all Guantanamo Bay on everyone. Uh, out in the streets, Snatchers are rounding everyone up. Madungus runs from them, and we see a wanted poster for Harry, who is undesirable, number one. Uh, back at the Black pretty House. Cool, though, right? Harry plays with the snitch Dee Dee gave him. Hermione thought it would open once Harry touched it, just like most people's legs open up for Victor Crumb. Uh, she tells Harry that snitches have something called flesh memories, but this doesn't seem to be working. I hate everything about that sentence. Flesh memories? Well, I just don't like that flesh and memories and no. legs. Yeah, they remember they, the way they've been touched. I do wish that I had a, a snitch, though. You can get one. Like it, like the, the way it's just floating above him, it looks like a little pal. Like it's just a yeah. little friend that, like, yeah, yeah just hey, kind of like, yeah, like it doesn't talk, but it's like I would, you know, it's like a little friend. Yeah, stick it up your butthole. Yeah. Uh, so creature comes back with the help of Dobby. They grill Madungus, who gave the lock. Just gonna walk away to from <laughs> Have it fly up inside of you. Let's not bother to check if he's lying off to the ministry. We go. RHH uses Polyjuice Potion to sneak into the I ministry love R-H-H. and get a fun scene where they flush themselves. Uh, once inside, they see a <laughs> giant statue with muggles being squashed under the boot of wizards. Yaxley stops them and threatens Ron's wife because Ron didn't make the rain stop in Yaxley's office. Seems like Polyjuice is just 
so easy to use in this world. Like, like there's no defense for it. <laughs> like, so well, their voices aren't right, which isn't how it's supposed to be. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and then also, why did uh, Mad Eye Moody have the right voice when he was using Polyjuice? Juice? It's a great point. Interesting stuff. Polyjuice's little... voice is a, yeah, an add-on. Add-on. Yeah, uh, it was an, it was part of the yeah. It was the, season pass. Yeah, yeah. season pass. Yeah. yeah. So like again. Going back to what I was saying earlier with the tunnel scene where it's like it felt like it was trying to be an action movie, but it, it just wasn't. This whole bit is like, oh, this is the worst Mission Impossible movie I've seen. Like, it goes on forever, and it's like, oh, people faking who they are and all this stuff, but it's like... There was no magic. mask forget, reveals. Forget everything, forget everything forget you know. Everything dude. you know. Hermione gives him a spell to stop it raining. Finite incantium. Kind of. Jesus, fuck. You Finite are a goddamn incantato. nerd, and I appreciate it. Mm. I really appreciate it, Barrett. Say that again. Didn't sound as good that time. Finite Encantantum. Why are you Italian? Finite. <laughs> <laughs> On their next stop, Umbridge joins them in the elevator. Harry and Hermione get split up, and Harry heads to Umbridge's office. He uses some crafty gear from Fred and George to cause a distraction and sneaks in. As I was reading that, I was just thinking about the fact that we haven't seen Professor McGonagall in this movie or in this room yet. You know what I mean? I'm so scared. The Thank thing God. that scares me most is we have guests here. And I wouldn't put it past Professor McGonagall to get in that outfit in spite of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Professor at lunch, I believe, right now. Yeah. Uh, McGonagall's having a little, uh, a little Chipotle right now. Maybe some burritos. You know. Okay, okay. Should I, should I text her? No, 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 no. no, no. no please don't. Uh, on the next stop, Umbridge joins them in the elevator. Harry and Hermione get split up, and Harry heads to Umbridge's office. He uses some crafty gear from friend George to cause a distraction and sneaks in. Um... Another shitty scene, I think. Did you see the eye? Like, of, hey, we're going to put a bunch of honky-honk things. Why? Yeah, that was dumb. Why? Did you see uh, Moody eye, Moody's eye, though, on her door? Yeah. Just looking around. Was that his eye? Yeah, that was his eye. I'm just shocked that Umbridge wasn't fucking torn limb by limb by those fucking centaurs. Yeah? <laughs> like, I don't understand how that didn't happen. <laughs> uh, again, in the book, or actually, this might be from one of the video games that is, they, they steal the eye back. I think it's actually in the book, and then they bury it. Yeah, there you go. Barrett says they steal the eye, and that's how. No, they heard him. I don't know. People can kind of hear me. I just sound muffled. Oh, okay. I don't know what you're doing. Hold him when he gets mad. No, you did it better earlier. I think now we just sound like kicking a cow. The giddy. Hermione does the finite but whatever the fuck, okay? Um, <laughs> uh, finding nothing, Harry and Ron head down to the courtrooms where Umbridge is putting wizards on trial to sort out the full bloods, full bloods from the halfies. <laughs> when they walk in, Harry hears the metal creaking sound again. The locket is here. Uh, yep, it's around Umbridge's neck. Cut her head off, I say. Uh, Umbridge is grilling Ron's wife for being a half-blood. High above them, a whole lot of Dementors lay in wait, hoping someone gets out of line so they can kiss that ass. Mm-hmm. Is that another weird lock? Yeah, mm. right out of their ass. <laughs> well, because their face looks like an asshole. Like an asshole. Got it, got it, yeah. got it. I liked them up there, though. It was, yeah. really, it was pretty cool. I also liked her cat next to her. That was like her... Was that, was that her, her, that was her, her uh, Patronus? Yeah, Patronus. 
Kitty, kitty. But like, she's got to have that around because those things will suck the happiness out of her if they don't. Harry gets pissed and stupefies Umbridge, but not before giving a nice callback to her catchphrase: "One mustn't tell lies." Dope. Get him, Harry. Uh, Hermione grabs the locket and they head out as the shield that kept the Dementors at bay disappears. They take Ron's wife out with them and Harry gives the Dementors a taste of his Expecto Patronum. Uh, the Polyjuice Potion has worn off and everyone realizes HP is in the hizzle. God, I, hate it. I love it. He starts blasting everything apart. And Harry uses a spell to attack him with his own wanted posters. They narrowly escape through the flu network, but Yaxley follows them in. Somehow, Ron and Yaxley meld together like the bad guy and his younger self in Time Cop. Same matter can't occupy same space. Everyone knows that. Uh, Ron got <laughs> splinched, which apparently means getting one's arm torn apart. God, that shit looked yeah, bad. Yeah, you gotta be bad. careful when you're yeah. doing that. And then the liquid going on there that, that she that Hermione heals him with, uh, yeah. like, uh, yeah. it just looked really really painful. Hermione brought them all the. His forest. arm looked like bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, not yeah. like not like, good. Wait, like beef jerky. Okay. You know? Yeah, you're kind of yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. To get away from you, actually, she heals Ron's arm and starts putting up protection charms. As she does this, she tells Harry to set up the tent. Where am I supposed to find a tent? Look in my Harry purse. Sorry, I meant to type. Look in my purse, Harry. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Again, we've said some graphic shit on this and many shows. That might be up there though, because that is a visual. Look in my hairy purse. God damn it. He's useless. <sighs> they set up the tent and we get another cool shot of the tent on the hill at night as we fade to black. <laughs> the next morning they try to destroy the locket, but no luck. Harry puts it around his neck, and we hear the metal sound again. Lord V's voice whispers to him, you know the spell, Harry. Harry gets another vision from Lord V, who is interrogating Grigakovich. Uh, something was stolen from the old man. A boy stole it from him. We don't know who he is yet, but one thing's for sure. That hair, am I right? <laughs> it's good hair. Harry tells the group that Lord V has found the wand maker, Grigakovich. Uh, he's looking for something that you know who wants really bad, like his life. Gregorovich. Yeah. Like his life depends Greg on it. Greg Popovich. Uh, Harry gets frustrated and yells at Hermione, and she tells him to take off the locket. Turns out wearing a bit of V soul puts you in a bad mood. Love this concept since it's totally original and has <laughs> never been used in an epic fantasy book series before. <laughs> you you JK Rowling, you're an innovator. <laughs> that night, Hermione, or uh, Hermione. <laughs> Hermione <laughs> stands watch outside the tent. She hears a twig snap and goes to investigate. Meanwhile, Harry hears over the radio that Snape has been promoted to headmaster of Hogwarts. Harry looks on the Marauder's map and sees Snape's footsteps in the headmaster's office. Outside, Hermione runs into a gang of snatchers who can't see her thanks to her protection That's charm. scary. They yeah. can't see her, but they can smell her. Ron spots them coming back from over the hill. Harry is talking about Hermione's perfume, and Ron can tell that Harry and Hermione should have been together from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> He's not strong enough to apparate, so they go on by foot. With every step, Ron's anger and jealousy grows, in part due to the locket around his neck, but also because he fucking knows he's out of his league. <laughs> I could share the load. Let Hermione share the load. has an Stop. epiphany. The sword of Godric Gryffindor is goblin-made. It only takes... It only takes in that which it makes it stronger. When Harry stabbed the basilisk down in COS, parentheses, Chamber of Secrets, <laughs> it got impregnated with basilisk venom. How? I have no idea. Harry didn't stab it in the fucking tooth. <laughs> the sword can destroy horcruxes. Thankfully, gloomy Ron comes in to spoil the fun. He's moody and hates Harry and is still wearing the locket. They argue. Hermione asks Ron to take off the horcrux, but Ron isn't hearing it. He brings up Harry's family, or lack thereof, and Harry loses it. Ron takes off the horcrux and lays down an ultimatum to Hermione. You come in or stay in. She's staying. Ditch that zero and stay with the hero, baby. <laughs> 
And um, look how he spelled baby. You want to explain what I had just read, Andy? Uh, baby is spelled in all caps, and it's a uh, B A E dash B E E. Ditch the hero and stay with the all caps hero, comma baby. So thank you for that, Nick. Ron leaves and Harry and Hermione soldier on. They apparate to the top of the bluff where Anthony Hopkins died in Ragnarok and Harry puts up protection spells while Hermione cries. That night, a song comes over the radio that sounds like a war song from the Vietnam era protesters and Harry decides to ask Hermione to dance. At first, it's super awkward. Then it never changes. (laughs) Real talk, dude. This was freaking awkward. Really? I didn't feel that. I thought it was out of place, weird. People wouldn't act that way. And it's like, cool, it's trying to be like trying to make things lighthearted. People don't do that. You I know, mean, at this I like we get a bad sense of time, but I think at this point it's been like months that they've been on the run, either hiding at uh, this the black house or camping. And people people get weird when they've been alone for that long. Half weighted you know, you know what it years. reminds me? It reminds me of in Zach and Miri make a porno when mm-hmm. uh, Miri's all sad about, like, you know, Zach and Miri having, like, the sh- will they, won't they sort of shit. And then Zach goes off with that porn star who's mm-hmm. in the movie, and, like, they're going to go bang it out. And then Miri's looking at him, like, really, really, like, oh, wow, you're actually going to, like, fuck her, you know? And then Zach's looking at her, like, I'm going to go fuck her, I think, you know? And it's like, it, it gives you that feeling of, like, oh, wow, is something about to happen here? Or no, never mind. It's just it's just two friends kind of trying to lighten the mood. I Se- liked it. Seven movies in. I weirdly liked it. Yeah. At first it was awkward to me, but then like seeing them smile, I'm like, ah, oh, it made me feel good. You know. Did you like how Harry danced? <laughs> for audio listeners, we're, dancing. we're doing it. For listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I like you said for audio listeners, and they just kept dancing. <laughs> Harry and Hermione almost kiss, not really, but Hermione misses Gloomy Ron, so Harry goes to bed with Blue Wand. That's the Wizard Boy equivalent to Blue Balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of balls, this episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Uh, we've all had issues. Shaving our balls. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're just trying to make things pretty uh, for the other people in our lives that need to deal with that stuff. Um, But Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty, nasty, Andy. You don't want to be nasty. Uh, Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why aren't you putting them on your balls? True. Uh, get 20% off and free shipping with the code MORNING at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code MORNING at manscaped.com. That's M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Use code MORNING for 20% off. Also, as I mentioned earlier in the show, shout out to Hims. 66% of men start to lose their hair by age 35. Once you've noticed thinning hair, it can be too late. Right, Andy? Yes, Tim. You you and Nick been using this for, for a long time. Yeah, I've been using it for like the last year and a half or so. They, make it, they make it real easy, man. They sure the do. best way to prevent more hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some. It's time to get a handle on those precious locks. Uh, Forums.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. There's no snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements and prescription solutions backed by science. That's what we're talking about here. No more awkward in-person doctor visits or long pharmacy lines. Forums connects you to real doctors online, which could save you hours. It's completely confidential and discreet 
Unless you talk about it on a podcast every week. I'm sorry, Andy and Nick. Um, get the hair loss treatment everyone is talking about. Featured in GQ, Men's Health, Esquire, and Playboy, just to name a few. You guys, you can get started with Hims Complete Hair Kit for just $5 today. Right now, while supplies last and subject to doctor's approval. Uh, you can see the website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy somewhere else. Go to 4hims.com slash KFMS. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash KFMS. Forums.com slash KFMS. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Reading this much is hard. (laughs) (laughs) Tim, you're doing a great job. There's a lot. Okay. Isn't it crazy that Greg does this off the top of his head and then Nick actually sits there and reads all this? Like, both of these are crazy to me in very different ways. For me, me, it's reading the plot and the facts and the ads. It's like, oh. Okay. You're nailing it. You're nailing it. I can it. keep reading if you. I can uh, continue. I got it. Baby. Okay. Like, cool, I fucking cool, cool. got it here. I will the next help. morning, Harry Sorry. decides. Oh, do you want? Do you want to no, do Kev? I will I'll, I'll let you do it. We got a couple hours. Uh, the next morning, <laughs> Harry decides to put the snitch near his mouth and realizes that the first time he caught the little golden ball, it was in his mouth. Snitches do have flesh memory, so this one has to go up Harry's ass. <laughs> <laughs> he had to. He the had snitch to has a message. It. I open at the close. Hermione found something as well. Someone inked a symbol on top of the title page of Beetle the Bard. It's a triangle wrapped around a circle, wrapped around a single vertical line. Luna's dad was wearing that at the wedding. We should go to Godric's Hollow. It's where Harry was born. It's where Lord V almost died. Maybe the sword is hidden there. What better place to find it than the birthplace of Godric Gryffindor? They apparate to Godric's Hollow and it's Christmas Eve. They see a cemetery and Harry wonders if his parents are buried there. One of the gravestones has the same triangle circle line mark on it. The engraving on it reads... Peveril. Ignatus Peveril. Nailed it. Which translates to extraneous detail. <laughs> it, it is... It's funny. It's funny. really funny. It's really uh, kind of sad to me that they have been traveling for so long. They're like, oh shit, it's Christmas Eve. Like, I don't know. They didn't even know. It just makes me worried for these kids, you know? Yeah. They've been gone for so long. Her parents only remember. You think she would be all different if they had cell phones? Wait, they don't celebrate Christmas in uh, London. Yeah, they do. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. It's like Thanksgiving in Canada. No. They don't do it? It's it's a different day in in Canada. No, Thanksgiving. It's like Easter. Easter. I don't know. I just know it's a different day. Harry mean, finds like his parents' graves because it's winter over there right now. It's oh my god! Summer over here. Nick. What? No, that's not how it works. That's North and South Poles. Exactly. Or, Harry I mean, finds his hemispheres. parents' graves closest he'll ever get to them. Fuck! Too far, right? He forms a wreath around the base of their headstone and wishes Hermione a tear-filled Merry Christmas. Hermione spots someone watching them by the church. It's that old creepy Bathilda Bagshot. Why not follow her? What a weird fucking scene. Why is she there? What the fuck's going on? Uh, as they do so, they pass burned-out remnants of Harry's birth house. Once inside Bathilda's house, they spot a picture of the boy who stole the thing from Grigorovich. Uh, Grigorovich. Greg Popovich. Grigorovich. Yeah. Uh, when Harry asks about him, Bathilda says absolutely nothing. Instead, she walks upstairs, not suspicious at all. Harry follows her while Hermione looks around downstairs and finds a copy of the Dumbledore biography written by Rita Skeeter. Uh, upstairs, Harry catches up with Bathilda. When he gets close to her, the locket around his neck lets out another metal creaking sound if that wasn't proof enough Bathilda starts talking in parcel tongue so here's the thing like with all of this everything that I've read so far in this plot I stand by I feel like it could have been a montage and we would have been just as well suited moving on they found the fucking things there's MacGuffins they need to find cool instead of kind of like time passes I guess because they're in a forest and now there's fucking new characters being introduced walking upstairs Jesus he's not a new character 
Have we not? seen her in one of the other movies? No, but she's like the like. All they right, so she's. Her, they bring up her name like through the entire series. Okay. Bathilda. Yeah. She's yeah. the writer of a history of magic. Her in the movies. In both the movies and the books. No, I'm talking about the books. Oh, okay. Well, that's the problem. We're talking about the movies. Yeah. Um, downstairs, Hermione Sorry, finds Barry. a room full of flies and blood. Upstairs, Harry looks through an old photo album while the old lady behind him is turning into Nagini. They fight, but Nagini gets the better of Harry. Before the snake can chomp down on Harry's head, Hermione blasts it with a curse and they operate out. What happened to his English there? <laughs> He's been good, but like that lie. <laughs> Later that day, Hermione tells Harry the thief from Greg. I can't just. I don't, I don't like his name. From Greg's wand shop uh, was Gellert Grindelwald. Also, Harry's wand is busted beyond repair. As Harry stands watch, Dumbledore's last words rattle around in his head. Trust me. He takes the piece of mirror out and drops it. Off in the distance, a glowing orb approaches Harry. The orb turns into a doe, and Harry follows it out into a frozen lake. It sinks beneath the surface. When Harry looks below, he spots the sword of Gryffindor. It's all very convenient. Uh, seeing no other <laughs> option and definitely not running back to wake up Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> Harry pulls a Wim Hof and jumps in the frozen lake. But when he gets near the sword, the locket around his neck freaks out and drags him away. Ron comes to his rescue and drags Harry and the sword out. Very scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that is Drowning, almost drowning. But scenes. also, like, should you should you dive down when you've got this death locket around you that you know is evil? Yeah, no. but I guess you're just so hyped up for the sword. Like, I don't but think take it's... the locket. I don't think the locket moves on its own. I think it only moves when it's you know. Yeah, when it like it's not gonna run away because yeah, it's down. But I don't know. I just I do feel that he was so hyped up that holy shit, this thing that we've been looking for for a long time that I fended off a giant anaconda. And, like, we've gone through so much, and I see the thing. I got to go get it right now. Like, it's, I'm sure it's just sort of slipped his mind, you know? Wim Hof, also known as the Iceman, is a Dutch extreme athlete noted for his ability to withstand freezing temperatures. Great reference, Nick. <laughs> Such a unique reference. <laughs> <laughs> Time to destroy this bad boy. Again, don't bother waking up Hermione. She's only the brains of this operation. Uh, did you guys see the thing on the kind of funny Reddit that someone posted the meme of... The all the, the book titles, yeah, but with Hermione. It's replaced with Hermione and what she's really good. It's like Hermione Granger and the time that uh, I fucking blah blah blah. <laughs> really funny. Uh, here's the plan: Harry will ask it in parcel tongue to open up, and and Ron will stab whatever comes out with the sword, unless it's a giant black gooey nightmare cloud, which immediately starts bagging on Ron. <laughs> <laughs> It manifests a copy of Harry and Hermione who talk mad shit to Ron and then shows Ron what it would look like if Harry and Hermione got it on. <laughs> really creepy. And, yo, so crap. Like, what the fuck, man? Did Nick direct this scene? Yeah, yeah. And the, like, filter that it had on it that softened just them yeah. was it made it, it so really much creepier. It, it almost, porny, man. It almost looked like they were CG. Yeah. Like, they're, like it, they look like 3D models in a sense because they just look so they bizarre did. with, they like, did. The really soft, but they the weird shadows. Been, right? right. It reminded me of a uh, uh, Lady Galadriel in Lord of the Rings when she like freaks out. She's like, oh, you know, baby. she's like yelling, it just like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, they do that a little bit on purpose because they describe in the book uh, Harry and Hermione both look like a mix between both of themselves and like Voldemort, and so I think they're uh, trying to make that effect mm. here, but they like did it weirdly. I don't know. Yeah. Also, I think also I think it was this movie that I realized like. No. Oh, fucking the CG on Voldemort's nose is really good. Is it CG? Yeah, like I never knew that. It's I, not like, just makeup. No, like it's yeah. yeah you only really put How a thing. Make, up, make your nose just go away. Smut. They flatten it down real good. The kitty. Well, that's why he talks. That's why he's <laughs> gonna. Give me the yell. Give me the yell. Yeah! 
There we go. That's I nailed it right Cover there. Your, pull your nose down a little bit. And now, now say Nagini. Nagini. Wow, that's way better. <laughs> it's way better. I, I think yeah. they, I think they tape down his nose and then add a little bit of. They thing. don't. I've seen like the making. Of. You're not a fucking expert. It's just like green around his nose. It's just all greened out. Or Ron ain't no fool, son. He runs right through the black cloud and smashes the locket. The guys head back to camp, but Hermione's not happy to see Ron, even if he did destroy a Horcrux. Ron wanted to come back as soon as he left, but he didn't know how until he realized the Deluminator is more than just a glorified Zippo lighter. It brought Ron back to them again. Fucking really convenient. quickly. It's not greened out, sorry. His nose isn't greened out. It has a little uh, motion capture dots on it or whatever. Dot the nose. Dot the nose. Oh, also, Ron has a spare wand he took from a snatcher. Uh, Hermione wants to go see Luna's dad because the triangle mark keeps showing up in places. Since no one knows where the next Horcrux is, might as well start with Lovegood. When they get there, they see a sign that says, keep off the dirigible plums. They knock on the door and Mr. Lovegood lets them in, but Luna is nowhere to be found. Mary, nope, Harry... <laughs> my, the cursor was above the H. And it, oh, I it thought, looked he, like I a thought Nick self-corrected no, himself. No, no, no. <laughs> Harry quizzes Lovegood about the symbol around his neck, and Lovegood tells him it's the sign of the Deathly Hollow. I'm, oh. I'm still thinking about the Harry purse. <laughs> never heard of them well let me tell you the tale of the three brothers uh then all of a sudden it just fucking turns into an animated thing but that was cool right it it was cool but it's just random very random so random so out of place from anything we've seen in these goddamn movies yeah very out of place it it definitely reminds me of uh it reminds me of when we (laughs) did that let's play that for crackdown three and where it seems like Hey, we couldn't do a full recreation of this cutscene, so let's do this sort of animatic. Like, I'm sure that was the, always the plan to have this sort of animated featurette to show you the story of the three brothers. But it did feel like, you know, maybe this was lost on them that they like this was like a last resort almost to no. throw to throw in this animatic. Like, I it, thought because it was like it, it's a fairy tale that yeah, they're sure. you know, telling. I, I, but again, I I think the point is that like that me and Tim are trying to make is that we've seen nothing like this this Don't whole franchise. Tim in your boat. Oh, okay. You're rowing. You're rowing. And I'm yeah. looking. I'm looking at the birds. I'm Look at control. those birds out there. You what are they doing? What are they doing? Uh, they're there? flying around. They're flapping around. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are a little team. Yeah, man. You're, you're gonna drown. <laughs> I know how to swim. I'm really good at it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck. he's in the boat. I, yeah. I got him. <laughs> uh, let's see where the fuck are we? Um, Death, Deathly Hollows. Never heard of them. Well, let me tell you the tale of the three brothers. Three brothers were traveling when they came across a treacherous river and used magic to cross it, which royally pissed death off because people usually die there. But instead of being a dick about it, he tricks them by giving each one a special item, a prize for having been clever enough to evade them. Uh, the oldest brother wanted the most powerful wand in existence, so death fashioned one from an elder tree nearby. The middle brother wanted to be able to bring people back from the dead, so death plucked a stone from the river and offered it to him. The youngest brother, Humbly asked for something that would allow him to get away from this place without being followed by death, so death gave him the cloak of invisibility. The older brother used the elder wand to kill a wizard with whom he had beef and then bragged about being unstoppable until he fell asleep and someone stabbed him. Stabbed his dumbass in his sleep. Yeah. Uh, the middle brother used the resurrection stone to bring his would-be bride back from the dead. But like all marriages, she sh- she soon went sad and cold, for she did not belong in this world. <laughs> Driven mad, the second brother killed himself. As and again, very graphic for these movies. Yeah. 
Uh, as for the but third I, brother, I love the way he looks. Yeah, I love how, it was that's why you can I love use how when he's hanging there. the walls, fall down, and death is like giant and yep. like kind of mm-hmm. pulls him. Well, by he's the holding rope. the string. Right? Yeah, it's really cool looking. As for the third brother, death searched for a long time but couldn't find him. Only when he'd lived a long and happy life did the third brother give the cloak to his child and then go off with death as an equal. I like to imagine they had a few beers and talked shit about people like we do about Greg when he's not here. He sucks so bad. <laughs> Harry still doesn't get what the strange symbol represents. Lovegood explains. The vertical line represents the Elder Wand, the most powerful wand ever made. The circle is the resurrection stone. The triangle is the cloak of invisibility. Together, they form the Deathly Hollows. Together, they make one master of death. Pretty fucking cool. cool. Fucking cool. Also, it looks cool. Yeah. It's a cool concept. It's a cool concept. You're going to get that tattoo or what? Uh, Not not that. It's basic as fuck. It's basic as fuck. What does that mean? Oh, like... Like white girls... I was thinking about getting it with the Triforce in it, too. Double up. Double the well, You're joking. And, and a, you're well, joking. Well, here, 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 hear me out. Hear me out. The Cloak of Invisibility, Triforce. The fucking uh, Resurrection Stone, Pokeball. Shit. Oh. The stick, a dick. Oh, oh dude. Yeah. <laughs> wow, the so ultimate fun. fucking Just tattoo, man. Dick, dude. Wow. <laughs> Super thick. Uh, Hermione asked somebody, please. Don't nope. Photoshop that. <laughs> don't 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 make that happen, and don't tweet it at kind of funny Kevin. Please, please. <laughs> yeah, don't. that would be that would be bad. <laughs> Hermione asks about the name of on the gravestone Ignatius, and his brothers were thought to be Ignacio. the OG. What? Ignacio. Ross. Now you got me. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Ignatius. Ino- I got it, dude. Ignatius. Yeah. No, it's not Ignatius. It's. it's You're Inocious. adding a G there. Yeah, what? there's no G. There's no G. There's a G. It's it's Ignatius. Ignacio Rojas and his brothers yeah, were thought to be the OG owners of the Hollows and thus the inspiration of the story. Lovegood is acting all weird, staring out the window, and won't let the kids leave. Turns out, Voldemort took Luna. Sorry, Harry, but it's really you they want. Suddenly, the place erupts with Death Eaters shooting through like it's a scene from Die Hard where Snape orders his guys to shoot the glass. Uh, the kids hit the ground and apparate the fuck out of there. While regrouping back in the forest, they run into that same pack of snatchers. A chase in- ensues, but the kids are overwhelmed. Thinking fast, Hermione hits Harry with a spell that messes up his face. Uh, while- She's so fucking smart. Uh, really quick, it's Ignatus. There you go, Ignatus. That's what it is. Uh, while transfiguring... Ignatus. Ignatius. Harry gets another vision. Lord V is talking with... Uh, Whoa, you did like a robot thing. Right? He sounded like a fucking robot. He was buffered for a bit. <laughs> it was like... I, I thought... Is he a fucking robot? <laughs> you guys are all blue with this shit. He's a fucking android. He is fucking... Wow. Loading. I wasn't sure if it said talking Buffering. or taking. Lord V is talking. <laughs> <laughs> With Grindelwald. First the soundboard, now Tim. Jesus. Who no longer has no, the Elder Wand. He's good. The Elder Wand, it turns out, lies buried beneath the earth with Dumbledore. Uh, the Snatchers catch them, and Harry pretends to be Uncle Vernon. Uh, the lead Snatcher is no fool. He recognizes Harry's scar through the spell. They take the kids into the belly of the beast to the Death Eater HQ, where they task Draco. Wait, 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 real quick. Did, did we just do the scene where uh, Voldemort talks to Grindelwald? Is yep. that what you were saying that? Yep. I don't like that scene. It's the opposite as it plays out in the books. Mm. He won't tell him in the books, and he kills him. In this, he just tells him right away. It's fucked up. He ain't no sucker, bitch. Uh, Let's see. Bellatrix goes apeshit on the Snatchers and jacks the sword of Gryffindor from one of them. She throws Ron and Harry in the dungeon and keeps Hermione for herself to torture. Down in the dungeon, Harry finds Luna, Ollivander, and a goblin. Uh, It's not just a goblin, isn't it? The goblin? It's Griffhook. Griffhook, yeah. 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 
Which, uh, interesting little tidbit about this. In the first movie, he was played by Vern, Tro- Vern Troyer, Mini-Me. Yeah. But was no. voiced by Warwick Davis, who is Wicket, the Ewok. In this movie... He's played by he's Warwick. Both play, played and Warwick voiced was Warwick. In, the, in, in the first one. That was Griphook. He was actually... No. Vernon Troyer was someone else. He wasn't Griphook. Oh, Vern Troyer was the guy in the bank. Yeah, he was, well, he was the guy on the train with him that opened the thing. Open that opened the safe, the safe where the... Well, Fascinate.com, you can go fuck yourself. That wasn't Griphook. Yes, that's Griphook. But, but Warwick was like a, the teller. I think that like they just had it mixed up. I'm pretty sure he's grip hooked the entire time, and Vernon Troy is another. I don't think Vernon Troy ever talks. Vernon Troy doesn't talk. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> oh, he's dead now. Yeah. Do you know that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. Know yeah. That. Real sad. I met him yeah. once at E3. Really? Mm-hmm. Remember? Do you remember the surreal life? Mm-hmm. Where he got oh, fucking yeah. blasted drunk <laughs> and then rolled out of the scooter and just pissed in a corner. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, uh, we've yeah. all been there though, you know. Yeah. No. <laughs> I haven't. Now you'll get there. Bellatrix goes ape shit, like I said. Blah blah blah. They find the goblin and Luna and stuff. Wormtail comes down to get the goblin so Bellatrix can ask him why that sword is no longer in her vault at Gringotts. Uh, Dobby shows up and saves Luna and Ollivander. Uh, Harry and Ron hide while Dobby makes Wormtail shit himself. Fucking what, Dobby. The fuck you coming from, man? Yeah. So random. Yeah. Again, here's another problem. Remember that stupid mirror fragment he keeps looking at? Mm-hmm. That there's a whole big background to that. I'll get into it. Uh, well, apparently Barrett's gonna get into it. That's I mean, but it's it, it's they, just disappointing. They man. really fucked that up. Where this, it's like this why movie, I think, really fucked up what the last couple have been building of being movies that make sense. Mm-hmm. It gets to this and it's like, cool, we're gonna stretch this out and we're gonna adapt the book as well as possible. I guess even though from what you guys, it are just saying, seems like it, it, it would have been fucking easy to include these small scenes that would have paid off long term. Here comes and Dobby X Machina, yeah, fucking flying totally. in out of nowhere. Oh man, uh, let's fucking see. To be fair, in the books, it's a little bit X Machina too. Oh yeah. They sneak back upstairs and try to get the drop on Bellatrix, but they fail. Bellatrix takes Hermione hostage and orders Lucius to call the Dark Lord with his dark mark. Before he can, Dobby drops a chandelier on them. Bellatrix is pissed. How dare you defile your masters? Dobby has no masters. Dobby is a free elf, and Dobby has come to save. Jesus! Shrill! I thought a fucking. I thought a terrorist was attacking Ooh, us. Oh, I feel His good. hands are so I cold. What do they smell like? Ew, don't smell them. Mm, nothing really. Catsup and mustard was the correct answer. Smell like a burger. Are you eating a burger? Correct! 15 points for Gryffindor. For Kevin. For Gryffindor. No, I don't know what house you're in. It's very confusing. 15 points for the Muggle House, led by Kevin. Gryffindor. Wait, that's it? <laughs> I don't think he had much to that. I don't think he had much. <laughs> I was going to give 15 points to Ravenclaw because this was the best performance Nick has ever had. He should not be seen and not be heard. Stay in Japan. Cancel KMAF. So do we get the points? Ravenclaw? Did 15 points for Muggle Kevin! Oh, got it. Fuck. Why was he wearing glasses? Did he give me another 50 <laughs> points? <laughs> yeah, those are Luna Lovegood's glasses oh, from the train. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know the 
this soundboard can't handle this stuff. It's not. It's Nagini. 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 God. Holy shit. Okay. okay There's okay. just so much happening. Yeah, There's let's, a let's smell try, associated. Let's try to There's settle ourselves. Cold from the hands, heat from the body. It's all the sentences, it's all the elements. To all <laughs> all right, we're almost there. We're almost freaking there. Dobby has no masters, like I said. They operate, but not before Bellatrix throws a dagger at them. And we all knew it was going to happen. You know what I mean? We all fucking knew. They operate. But not before She's a good aim. The thing. They Dude, pop we're, up on we're a beach. missing the best line. Like, Davi wasn't trying to kill. He was trying to maim or seriously injure. I love that line yeah, so really much. Cute, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. They pop out on a beach. Everyone seems safe until Harry spots Dobby, who took that knife straight to the gut. Harry calls out for help, but there's nothing to be done. Why? Why is the Ron's fucking arm. It's different. He was stabbed. It's different. He's, Sarah says it's different. Stabulous a, He's an easy. elf, dude. You can't just, just like he can operate wherever the fuck he wants. You're, you're stupid. Forget everything you know. Human magic. So can they, Forget everything like. you know. No, they right? can't, they can't operate out of places that are like blocked. Like they couldn't operate out of there. The dungeon, they tried. Remember? No. The, the wizard dude comes up and he's like, it's impossible to get out of here. Uh, Harry calls for help. Nothing to be done. He watches helplessly as the elf whispers his final words. Dobby is happy to be with his friend, Harry Potter. Oh. Great friends over the last fucking five movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Really I totally close. buy this. Totally care really at close. all. Not. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he threw a knot at us. A moment later, he dies in Harry's arms. They bury him on the dune above. Later that night, at the baller tomb of Albus Dumbledore, the Dark Lord finally gets what he wants. Cracking the grave plot open, Voldemort takes the Elder Wand out of the old wizard's cold, dead hand. He holds the wand like an orchestra conductor and shoots a blow of lightning into the night sky. <laughs> the end of part one. Yelled. Did that, did that do anything for you guys? That last that one? Yeah, dude. Come on, dude. Rise of fucking our Lord. I'm in. <laughs> what? What? You're such a Slytherin, I'm dude. Just, hey, you sound really dumb right You're now. You're such right? a Slytherin, Sometimes dude. Gryffindors can go bad. Right? You're it happens. such don't, a Slytherin. Don't, don't do this to me, Andy. Don't do this. Um, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do the theme song for ranking Harry's hair, but this is the worst hair he's had. I think like close to Goblet of Fire, bad. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's just like a weird. It's like the hairstyle of a 70-year-old or something. Hermione isn't great at cutting hair. That's true. You know? It just mm. looks weird. It looks like he almost has a mullet going on because it's so long in the back. I don't know. I know, I know we don't really don't do future spoilers, but at this point, this question doesn't spoil anything. What haircut's this This was from? Phoenix, Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, okay. that's good. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That that's one. when he had his shortest. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Is this whole picture from Order of the Phoenix? Yep. Wow. Look at yeah. his nose. It's good CG. Look at her hair, dude. It creeps me out. It's good CG. Um, what the fuck are we gonna do now? Boss Babies Book Corner. Boss Babies. Here are the books. books. Sit on my lap. Sit on my no, lap. Not sitting on your lap. Whatsoever. It was hey, whoa, it was just an offer, right? You didn't have to take it. <clears throat> Can you run the boards just to make sure they're no, they're done? Uh, 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 all right. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Boss Babies Book Corner, a podcast within a podcast where I share the most important details from the Harry Potter books that were cut from the movies. My name is Barrett Courtney, and this week we are talking about Deathly Hallows Part. One, uh, the entire book of Deathly Hallows was 759 pages, but uh, if we're just talking about the amount of chapters uh, that this uh, movie covered, this movie only covered about 476 pages for this movie. Uh, let's just get into it, guys. Detail number one, Scrimshaw was actually introduced in Half-Blood Prince as the new minister because, obviously, when Voldemort came back and 
Fudge had to admit, oh, I've been fucking this up for a year. He had to resign. Uh, so Scrimgeour was uh, actually introduced in the, the last book. Uh, he tried to make... introduced in the last movie, too, right? No, he's... In... I'm pretty sure we hear his name. Bill Nye is not in that movie no, at no, all. No, I'm not saying. I'm saying like. Oh, so in a, so in like a fucking throwaway the, line. in a throwaway similar, line that you can't hear. Similar when we find out that uh, what should we call it? Nymphadora Tonks is having a kid, and it's like cut off by uh, someone oh, coming yeah. in, which I thought yeah. was such a weird thing. It was their entire relationship is cut off. They don't build up that up whatsoever, and it's Tonks. dumb. Um, anyway, also Nympha, like with Nymph, like what's going on there? She fucks a lot, or detail number two. Harry's goodbye to the Dursleys is like pretty much entirely cut. Kevin already brought up like the whole like moment where Dudley was like, "Oh, like where are you? You're going somewhere else, and all this stuff." They kind of have like a, a like a somber like, "Hey, we've hated each other, but like we're still family at the end of the day." And there's a similar moment with uh, Petunia, who uh, this is also a deleted scene, but it's also originally from the book where Petunia's like, "Hey, you didn't just lose a mother; I lost a sister." And again, it shows like builds these characters who have been cartoonishly bad and gives them depth and character. That's this actually- movie. We just kind of see them, and even without the deleted scenes, again, like, this movie, it's like, "Oh, she actually looks sad." Why? Yeah. Again, they don't explain <laughs> it. In your house. Mm. I didn't read that way though. Yeah. Uh, detail number three, reminder that since uh, Harry's about to turn 17, which is of age in the wizarding world, uh, the charm Lily has over Harry is about to lift uh, from the Dursley house since Harry can no longer call that house a home uh, with a blood relative. So that's why the house uh, protection is no longer going to be a thing, and that's why they're trying to like transport Harry out of there. Uh, detail number four, although Hedwig does sacrifice herself for Harry in the book, the Death Eaters and Voldemort find out who the real Harry is by him performing Expelliarmus like in the book throughout the series ever since. The um, the, ever since the um, fight in the uh, graveyard, like the Death Eaters know, like Expelliarmus is like Harry's go-to spell. So that's how, like, like one of them hears, like, oh, that kid said Expelliarmus. Let's go, like, yeah, yeah. Detail number five: Harry is disguised during the Weasley wedding as a fake Weasley cousin to avoid attention because uh, to. Basically, in case, like, people yeah, found out, like, uh, in case, like, the Death Eaters found out where, like, the wedding was, there could be, like, accountable deniability. Like, I I did not see Harry Potter at the same time. Dude, hair red. And, like, yeah. even the mom wouldn't know the difference. She's like, I'm popping these things out left and goddamn yeah. right. Luna you know Lovegood. I mean? Andrew Renee's here, and she's yeah. just like, is that my daughter? Luna Lovegood uh, recognizes him, even yeah, though she, he's still... She sees through like the the like disguise and whatnot, and Harry actually reveals to uh, Alpheus Dodge, like the old g- dude who was a friend of uh, Dumbledore, like, "Hey, I'm Harry Potter. Don't tell anybody, but like, hey, like, uh, uh, yeah." <laughs> um, detail number six: uh, Creature tells Harry the tragic story of Regulus Argus Black, who became a Death Eater at a young age. Uh, like the Black family weren't like. All, like the hardcore like Death Eater people until Regulus like the parents were like definitely like ah pure blood are like is the right way to go but like they're like kind of like half ass supporters but then like what they're happy probably that like Regulus like joined the Death Eaters and stuff uh, he became a Death Eater at a young age and quickly discovered he wanted out and uh, he also knew about Voldemort's secret because Voldemort kind of chose him to like help place the locket I believe like they use creature to like put yeah. the locket in there they use creature to put the locket there he went with Voldemort and to test out the protect like the the things that he had set up yeah like in the cave and whatnot so they we get a lot of backstory and this would have been like a cool like opportunity to get like a like a nice like flashback actually see like what happened actually get the importance of what happened and uh whatnot but uh 
he had to drink the potion guarding the locket to replace it and ordered Creature to leave once he had uh, the real locket, leaving behind Regulus to be- die. And uh, it's insinuated that he become he became like one of like the dead like skeleton creatures in the lake and shit. Um, detail number no, what? it just sucks that they didn't include that because it's a, it's really cool in the books and like very dramatic. Regulus actually like gave his life to try to destroy this. Doesn't make any sense why he didn't have creatures just snap them both back out of the cave. Barrett's not happy you keep interrupting him. <laughs> Detail number seven. Uh, <laughs> uh, the movies can't decide how uh, Polyjuice Potion works. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, because again, first one, or the second one, it's like, ah, we have different voices. Four, it's like, oh, he has the right voice. Now this one, ah, we have our own voices still. Fucking make up your mind. Make up your mind. Set a rule. Keep to that role. Forget everything uh, you know, Barrett. Detail number eight. The movies don't set up the mirror that Harry has. Uh, it was a gift from Sirius, uh, so Harry could talk to him whenever he wanted, so they didn't have to go through like the whole like fireplace thing. So like mirror, uh, uh, Sirius had like a twin mirror, so they could like hit, hit up each other like whenever they wanted. Uh, like a after, friend link. Yeah, after Sirius had died, Harry had actually tried to use the mirror to like maybe talk to Sirius beyond the grave. It didn't work. It was really sad. Uh, so when Harry sees someone in the mirror for the first time since Sirius is death it's like a who the fuck has this now like that's like part of the big mystery of like who has this item did like uh uh, mundungus like find it and sell it to someone like what the fuck is going on uh detail number nine the dance scene doesn't happen in the books but it's uh i i really like it and uh it it makes me happy yeah Yeah. um detail number 10 harry and hermione use polyjuice potion or like they disguise themselves when they go to godric's hollow because why the fuck would they not Harry, like, the entire book is like, I want to go here. It's my birthplace. It's where, like, Voldemort all, almost died and stuff. And Hermione's like, yeah, he would expect you to come here. Like, we can't do this. And so they do go there. It's like a last resort. Like, they're down in the dumps. Ron left them. They don't know where to get any more Horcruxes. They don't know where the sword is. So it's like, yeah, maybe we should go there. And maybe we should take any precaution we can to protect ourselves so no one can fucking recognize us. Especially the random woman in the cemetery. Yeah. Ended up being a snake. Too. Yeah, and ended up being a snake. <laughs> a big <God>. ass python. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, detail number eleven. There's a taboo on Voldemort's name that isn't mentioned. If you say his name, snatchers and Death Eaters can immediately find you. Uh, no, that's right now. Don't they mention that in the next one? I was wondering no. why. I was wondering why he said, "You know who." Um, he's always called him Voldemort. Yeah. Uh, if you it's say like his when you name put on the ring, silence easy. If you say his name, Snatchers and Death Eaters can immediately find you. This strategy was smartly used because only Voldemort's enemies are brave enough to say his name. This is how Harry, Ron, and Hermione are found and brought to Malfoy Manor after accidentally saying his name, not by chance. Where they like accidentally like, oh, we're gonna like stumble into some Snatchers and now we gotta run away. And maybe like, why don't we just immediately apparate after seeing them? Yeah, or use your fucking wands. Yo, everyone apparate to the last place we were. They don't know where that is. Fuck. Stupid. Um, it's also how the Death Eaters find them at the coffee shop. Like, they say mm-hmm. Voldemort's name at one point, and that's how they find them randomly in London. Uh, detail number 12, there's a lot of cool travel shit that skipped, uh, randomly running into characters from past books, like Dean, Dean Thomas, uh, Tonks' dad. Uh, I think we run into Griffhook at one point. Um, listening to the secret radio station, which is hilarious. It's, like, hosted by, like, the Weasley twins and, like, Remus Lupin. And you have to, like, do a secret password, and, like, they have, like, cool, like, uh... Uh, like names and shit like that, and they're giving like the real news, not like the the news on the radio. That's like being basically controlled by Voldemort. Yeah. Um, 
movie decided to focus on Ron and Harry being passive-aggressive mothers to each other, uh, which is a lot of the movie, but maybe two chapters in the book. Uh, detail number 13, Lupin and Tonks have a uh, baby named Teddy Lupin. Harry is made godfather. There's no detail, like, no kind of announcement or any of this. And, uh, I, like, I'm just saying this now because they referenced to it near the end of the next movie, and you're like, when did that happen? Because they don't fucking say it at all in the movies, Tim. It's Everything? fucking weird. Uh, yeah. They go to mention it. She's pregnant in this one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Even, like, they don't full out mention it, but it's when they open the door. Yeah. We know how babies work. Yeah. The way they mention it at the near the end of the next movie, you're like, when did that right. happen? Um... And the final detail for this week, when Wormtail tries to prevent Harry from escaping the manor, because at one point they're like uh, trying to get out, um, Harry reminds Wormtail that he saved his neck in Prisoner of Azkaban because he prevented Sirius and Lupin from killing Wormtail. Uh, when Wormtail decides to like be like, okay, like I'll give you this one and let Harry go, he is choked to death by the metal arm given to him by Voldemort because mm-hmm. it sensed that he had betrayed his master. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Boss Baby's Book Corner. What are some of your favorite details that I could not get to today? Leave them in the comments below. And while you're at it, why don't you give this video a like. Share with your friends who also love Harry Potter. And subscribe to this channel uh, if you have not already. I'll see you next week for another episode of Book Corner, the last episode of Book Corner. But until then, obliviate. Seven syllables in the middle. You need five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to write it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. This show's fucking long. <laughs> this show's fucking long. Everybody, let's go. Uh, you can write into patreon.com slash kindoffunny to write your haiku in review form, just like Ryan Deal did. Buried on the beach. Won't speak of your sock hobby. Rest in peace, dog. Wow. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Clever. Let's fucking see. Sock hobby. Gross. Dewlight says, when Harry's leader, Hermione is needed to leave the forest. You know what? You can try a little harder. I'm kind of thrown off that like the first one rhymed and the second one didn't. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Expectations. I'll bring it back. Chase Winters says, underwater choke, another Horcrux gets broke, snogging in the smoke. All right. I like that one, Chase. (laughs) All right. Uh, Lucas Kern, Bill and Fleur get hitched. Albus leaves Harry, a snitch. Ron. Such a bitch. Such a bitch. He really is. Fighting Wombat says, search for MacGuffins. Dobby doesn't feel so good. More of Ron's bullshit. Um, and then Daniel Edmonds says, from lowly servant, others first, never himself. Dobby, a free elf. Wow, that's a really, really yeah, good that's one. Really that's good magical. Some poetry there. There's some real stuff. Ragu. Ragu. Hey, guys, it's time to rank the bad guys. I'm a rad guy, and we're talking bad guys, and I'm a rad guy talking bad guys. Is it just one rad guy today? Good job there. Is it just you? I mean, yeah, it's just, you know, Nick is gone. Uh, you don't want to have me guess. You can have me guess. Nah, uh, the other half yeah. is gone. So right now the list is as follows. Number one is Umbridge and Voldemort. Number two, Baby V and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> Number three, Sears the Motiers. Number four, Tommy Boy. <laughs> number five, Thomas Elvis, Judas, or Voldy. And number six is Hat Guy and Voldemort. Where do I think <laughs> Voldemort and the Snatchers... And, uh, oh, you know what? Nagini. <laughs> Man, Nagini scared the fuck out of me. And Nagini's, like, got to be up she there. She ate for a it. whole person. She's so scary. <laughs> cool, Greg. I'm looking at you. She scares me, dude. Like, I fuck, every scene she's in hey, scared the work. shit out of me. Oh. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah okay, that's right. That's right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put Voldy 
Um, I'll put Bellatrix on there as well. Um, uh, yeah, I guess it's like... Isn't it the Funky Bunch? It's Big V and the Funky Bunch yeah. at this point. Yeah. Big V and the Funky Bunch and Dickie D. And I'm going to put them... Uh, I'm going to put them above Tommy Boy. Yeah. They're going to put them above Tommy Boy. <laughs> yeah, I have no context for that. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Boy is, uh, is young Tom Riddle. Got cool, it. Greg. Ah. Got it. Yeah, so that does it for Ragu Bagu. Ragu -bagu uh, follow baby. us on Ragu Bagu Vids, where earlier I posted a photo of when they are halfway into turning into Harry, and they're halfway into morphing into him, and they all look so scary. Yeah, it's, that's a, that's it's a, a scene. very scary scene, yeah. Um, a little update real quick uh, that I keep forgetting to do in these, these episodes. The point totals so far. Oh, yeah. Um, There's a lot of points got moved around today. Ravenclaw, uh, a.k.a. RC, a.k.a. Uh, has 30 <laughs> points. 30 points. That didn't sound right. Do we? I feel like we've been docked Yeah, you guys have been lost nah, a lot we're of good, points. We're good, we're but good. you also gained the most, and there's two of you. Got it. So, yeah. Um, Muggle Kevin is at 10. So Gryffindor is at 10, huh? And uh, Tim's team yeah. is at zero. <laughs> Tim's so team. So Slytherin? You're Slytherin. Yeah, I just, I just, I'm just reading what's here. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? You're Slytherin. Who wrote just that? reading what's here. Me. Um, now it's time for Golden Snitches Get Stitches, the Cool Greg Effect. Cool, Greg. What did you think about Harry Potter and everybody? Dollars part one. So I know usually every week I come out here and I chop your guys' ear off. I just keep talking. I keep going. But really, yeah. I just this time I was just impressed by Voldemort. Cool. There we go. I think we all Ladies were. Ladies and gentlemen, the Cool Greg effect. Remember in the beginning where he's just flying? It's not a big deal. Like, we don't make a big deal about it. But, like, wizards can't do that. Like, he's super special because he can fly. That's how powerful oh, he I is. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't I didn't that. Know so that when either. he shoots fucking things, in the th he's flying. Wow. Not apparating. Just full on flying. I mean, bad. yeah. Brooms. Uh, now it's time to rank the <laughs> Harry Potter you know. universe. Number one, Goblet of Fire. Uh, we can't bring this up, can we? Uh, no, we can't. No, we oh, can't. Cool. Great. The keyboard's being weird. Cool. Uh, number one, Goblet of Fire. Number two, Order of the Phoenix. Number three, Prisoner of Azkaban. Number four, Half Blood Prince. Number five, Sorcerer's Stone. Number six, Chamber of Secrets. Um. I need to figure out where Nick ranked it. Right, I was thinking like, what's uh, Voldemort's favorite style of sandwich? Padidi. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what, what, what do you guys think? Oh uh, man, um, I would put this maybe, fuck, maybe below Sorcerer's Stone, maybe above Sorcerer's Stone. For me, it's easily the bottom. Really? Wow. I easily. just think that mm. this movie does nothing better than the other ones, and it does a lot worse, I think. And mm. it's just at the end of the day, it doesn't feel like a movie. It feels like a, a bad part of a season of TV that's not great to begin with. I don't think that's a terrible take. I think the bottom might be because Chamber of Secrets has some cool moments, and like this has few cool moments. And yeah, really, it's just omits a lot of stuff, and it's just the like, chase uh, scene in London, and like that is really where cool Hedwig and dies fucking and all that amazing stuff. for Hugh Playlights. That shit is cool, <laughs> but I, I just feel like similar scenes are done better in Order of the Phoenix and Half Blood Prince, and Goblet of Fire has other shit that's different, but like same idea of like cool action yeah. stuff. Um, whereas this movie, like, like even when it ends, I'm like, like the last movie ended, I'm like, who the fuck is Rab? Yeah, this one ended, and I'm just like, all right. You weren't. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, it's a it's a weird bridge movie again. But the last one felt like that as well. I, mm-hmm. I do, although although I do think the last one had more meaningful dialogue and, and more, meaningful, more meaningful death. Like yeah. Th- yeah, yeah, and also just like things that moved the plot along further. Mm-hmm. Uh, this did feel like. Yeah, it could have been a, a, sh- a thirty-minute short that you maybe watched that came out before totally. the real Deathly Hallows came out. You know? Yeah, yeah. But just extended to mm-hmm. be an over two-hour-long movie. Um, we need Cool Greg back for his. Oh yeah, his he's point good. of view. Did t- Nick vote? Nick did vote. What Nick did he voted. Vote? Um, he says I would probably put it one below Azkaban. It's a fun departure from the norm, but half a movie at best. I'm not against that either. I could go interesting. Because that's where I was thinking of putting it originally. Yeah. I, do, I was surprised. I the whole idea of being on the run, though. Like, it's a really cool concept. It, it just is. isn't ex- executed super and, well. And that, that's the biggest problem I have with it is that I feel there's cool concepts. And, like, mm-hmm. it's, it could be a cool action movie. It could be a cool Mission Impossible movie. It could be a cool on-the-run movie. And it's not. It's just we're supposed to fill in too many blanks, so I guess. It's a master of none. Yes. Hmm. Yes, what's up, Kevin? I'm just trying to decide where I want to put it. Okay. Like, is it higher than Chamber of the Secrets in my book? Cool, Grant. Where would you rank Deathly Hollows? Uh, come talk to Kevin's part book, one. Please. Part one, yeah. Easily, I'm putting it under Chamber. Wow, cool. last. Okay. Last on the wow. list. Oh, wow. I, w- I would put this above Chamber. I would put this at number six underneath Sorcerer's Stone. Time to rank Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows part one. Who thinks it's better than Chamber of Secrets? Raise your hand. Andy, Kevin, and Nick raise their hands. Who thinks it's better than Sorcerer's Stone? Raise your hand. Nick raises his hand. Fucking <laughs> Japan. Somewhere dude. in Japan. Easy. What time uh, is it over there? The new hey, Google, what time is it in Japan? It's like one in the morning, right? Really? I think so. I, I did it too fast. I didn't like wait for the actual thing to Do answer it. me. What time also, is it in Japan? Hey, Time in Tokyo, Japan is 5:24 a.m. I was Wednesday. wrong by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. It's KFAM day. Uh, the new ranking of the Harry Potter universe is as follows: Number one, Goblet of Fire. Number two, Order of the Phoenix. Number three, Prisoner of Azkaban. Number four, Half Blood Prince. Number five, Sorcerer's Stone. Number six, Deathly Hallows, Deathly Hallows Part One. Number seven, The Chamber of Secrets. Uh, next Has week we're gonna opened. do Deathly Hallows Part Two, Part Dose. I'm excited for it. Let's wrap this shit up. We're going to get some action, I'm pretty goddamn sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Oh, yeah. No, Kevin? When Guardian Adiosa. Let me get some action. Bye.